welcome to episode 9 of uh, Dystopian Hot Dog. With me, Marvin Dickinson. Yes, and me, Tam Ryan. Yeah, episode 9, mate. I'm looking forward to episode 9. I'm, really, really looking forward to it. It's been, been a real holy grail for me to get this far. Yeah. So number 9, for me, is a fairly significant episode, so I hope we don't let anyone it's a, down. It's a good number. It's a number of the centre-forward in football. Yeah, it is. It's a strong number, isn't it? Number of lives. You ask for the strongest number, single digit, Yeah. I'm always going 9. If you could be a solid 9 at everything, you'd achieve a lot, wouldn't you? Yeah. You can't be a solid 10 at everything, because no one's perfect, but if you can be no. a solid, nearly perfect at everything... Oh, yeah. Oh, well, mate, that'd be good. No, you're it. happy with a 9. You know, a footballer would be happy with a 9, and if he's looking at his ratings on a Sunday morning, if footballers still do that. But if you took a 9 at a par 3... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shamed. So, I've just put a bit of a dampener on the number 9 there. Yeah, you've really ruined my number 9 infatuation. Yeah, such a prick. But anyway, it's, it's, it's episode 9. Did I touch your leg then? Yep. And he's got his shorts on. I've become erect. Good. Episode 9. Enjoy. Barney, my boy, right? Now, I've been in turmoil whether to sort of talk about this because I'm aware that this podcast, and it doesn't matter how many people listen to it, but once we put it out in the ether, it's there forever. Eventually, my boy's going to grow up and at 14 or 15, he's going to have a circle of mates, I imagine, who are going to say, fucking hell, you used to do that. (laughs) And how do they know that? It's because his dad told the whole world about it yeah my here we, boy here we go he's having real problems with his toilet visits at the moment right basically he's not going to the toilet to do them so he's not doing visits no 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 he's choosing to do them where he is wherever that might be which which is a great approach in yeah. terms of being time efficient yes it is but it's a fucking nightmare in yeah. terms of the aftermath isn't well it? the problem is it creates a clean-up job it? it does every yeah. time so it started about a year ago now we've been obviously very sympathetic i've had a google it's not on his own it's prevalent in five-year-old more in boys than girls because yeah. they're talking about their brains don't quite develop at the same rate of knots and also they're predisposed is that the speed they use to describe it <laughs> yeah is not it's, it's yeah. an aquatic yeah. approach <laughs> That's right, yeah. They always they measure it in boat speed. Yeah, it's very, very like a maritime approach. I like that. <laughs> so they're basically behind the lasses. Yeah, they're behind the lasses. <laughs> the lasses on the jet ski. Yeah. The lads in a fucking bed alone when it comes to getting to the bog on time. Yeah, he's basically on a sailing boat with no oars. <laughs> Fucked. Stranded in the middle of the Atlantic. Covered in piss. Yeah, because he's not getting there, is he? He could have just gone over the side. He could have gone over the side, but he thought, I could piss in that but, big toilet there. But he's done, he's pissed in the boat. Yeah, I'm going to stick it in me, in me keks. <laughs> what no. my keks need right now is a good dosing good fucking of water. Barney piss. Good water. <laughs> so he's pissing himself, right? I'm not talking once a day, I'm talking four times a day. Jesus. It's a strain on the pants. We're having to update the laundry quite a lot. There's a lot of washing involved. We're not letting him sit in urine. We're not draconian parents. We're changing him. Fucking hell, man. Or he's ch- But he's five. What it is, is they get so engrossed in something. He's like, oh, I'm enjoying this game of Twister so much. I'm just going to piss here where I'm, I'm at. It's yeah. not even a long way to the toilet, but it doesn't enter the process of thought. He he did, he's not goes, quite making the jump of need a piss, mm. need to... Uh, transport myself yeah. to a toilet and piss. Yeah. He, he's, he's, he's missing out that link, isn't That's he? That's right. He's going, need a piss. Yeah. Piss. Correct. <laughs> Very primordial. Yeah. 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 <coughs> which, yeah, which is exactly what Frankie does, your, your dog, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> need, need a shit or piss. Shit. The piss. difference is, though, 
That's a dog. <laughs> and the, the, yeah. So, what's happened is we've got him a Wii Watch. Now, this has halved the problem, but not solved it. Right. The Wii Watch is a watch that goes off hourly to remind the boy to go for a piss. Yeah. And he goes because he likes the alarm. He sees it as a game. So, it's worked, right? So, we're at the stage at the moment now where he's gone back to school after the oddities. Yep. He's fine. Mrs. Woods is aware of the Wii Watch. It's going off. He's going for a Wii. Uh, she is his teacher. Yeah. I've picked him up the other day. He's come bounding out. He's got a certificate. Because he's been good at work, good listening, and good pissing. <laughs> so he's dry. First thing he's done, clock me, and he says, Dad. And he's pointed with both hands towards his flies. Yeah. And gone, I'm dry. And he's given me the biggest smile you could ever wish. To see. And I am, at that moment, me and my son have never felt such a stronger bond. Because he's aware of the stress management that I'm yeah. going through. Because yeah. sometimes I lose it. I go, oh, just stop pissing. <laughs> you know, because it's frustrating. The fifth one of the day, you're like, yeah. stop it now. Yeah, yeah. So, and, yeah. You, and you told me recently that you'd, you, what you'd actually said to him Look, son, the toilet's there when you need it. And you went into the kitchen, and by the time you came back, he'd done another one. He'd done another one. You literally one. just said to him, It's almost like it's a piss take. Yeah. Because you know. in, in, in your house, there's a downstairs toilet. It's made every provision yeah. to stop this. You've got a downstairs toilet, you've got an upstairs toilet. But the problem is, is that Barney sees the whole world as a toilet. <laughs> That's right. That's totally right. You're saying the world is your oyster. You're different from him. Yeah, the Barney's world is whole your world shitter. Is... <laughs> Well, interesting you should say this. So this story continues, right? So he's dry. Go on. We, we're back in the car now. Yeah. I put him in his child seat. And we've talked about how proud I am of him all the way home. I've put his favourite song on the radio, Girls and Boys by Blur. So we've sat singing, Girls who are boys, who like boys to be girls. And he's doing his little party yeah. dance in the back, yeah. celebrating his pissless pants. Yes. Get out of the car and he's still smiling. Lift him up, turn him round. Shat himself. <laughs> oh my god. He shat himself. First time ever. Shat himself. So while he's busy bragging about being dry mm. and singing to Blur, yeah. he shat himself. He's taken a shit in the fucking Ford Cougar. Girls who like boys, who <laughs> like, like boys, boys, who like girls. <laughs> Forced it out. God. And it's, he's not suffering any sort of stomach issues. He's just shat himself. He's chosen to shit. Now, this was two weeks ago. He hasn't had any more wheeze in his pants. Amazing. Brilliant. He has had a shit in his pants every single day since. So the problem now has multiplied. We've solved the pissy, pissy, panty issue. And now we've gone curling turds out. Have a look at this, Marvin. Of what he did. Now, oh my God! In the, I'm not. Now, it's not as hideous as you might imagine. This right? is this really is dystopian hot dog, mate. Yeah, this yeah, episode yeah, it really is. Well, I think once you see this image, yeah. you will want to use it as the image that promotes this episode. So it's up to you. Okay. Let me just end the sto- the shitting story by saying we've made progress. We've got him a shit yeah. watch now. We've got a wee watch on one hand. He's got a shit watch on the other. He looks like we should send him to Tenerife and say, come back when you've got a grand. <laughs> Maybe sell some knockoff Ray-Bans as well. 
Oh, my God. So, anyhow. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to see. We've here. solved the problem. He's going to the toilet. He's celebrating now. And look what he did in the toilet. And he was so proud. And I was so proud of him. Look at that. What number is that? It's... Oh, my God. It's a number two. He's curled out the most perfect number two in one perfect stool. I mean, how good is this kid going to be at icing on cakes? It's amazing. Mate, I was so proud, right? So I've taken a picture of it, which I'm now showing Marvin. It's a shit two. It's, it's, a, it's a shit two. And of course, a number two is going for the number two. Yeah. And also, this is the sequel to The Pissing. So it's the second, it's number two. There's so many layers here of, the, of shit. Yeah, the kid. <laughs> the kid is a genius. Yeah. And I said, Barney, I've never met anyone in my life who can curl out a number through turd. Like he's doing it like through one of them like icing bags. Mate. So what, what what happens if this is his, his talent? He can literally shit numbers, letters, and numbers. Yeah, maybe can maybe can do paintings with it. It's exciting. It, it is exciting for the future. Yeah, it is exciting. So if he flunks maths, then that's fine because we've got something to fall back on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, that is definitely. Sometimes people want the son or the daughter to work at NASA to do great things, whatever mm. it might be, you know, to be prime minister. Yeah, but we have got the potential here mm. of one of our sons because. Basically, I'm adopting him as my son as well, if this I've comes off. since this has happened. Since this has come off, yeah. I'm much more interested in your son at this stage. Yeah, yeah. He'll be doing that, and knowing full well as when he grows up to do this, that his pubes are on your mantelpiece. <laughs> so all of his stuff is out there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, man. I'm putting a picture of this in the memories box. Frankly, that's one of the best things I've ever seen. I've made such a big thing of this, because I'm genuinely just staggered. I've <clears> told <throat> him about it and said, look, to try and lift his self-esteem. And, and said, Barney... I didn't know that you could poo out perfect numbers. Have a look. Have a look. And I've made him look in the toilet and he started laughing. We felt a real father-son bonding. The problem is, I've made such a big deal of this. He's going around telling people, including his teacher. Brilliant. So he's gone to Mrs. Woods and he said, I pooed out a number two in the toilet. She thought she was just talking about the stool. He then went on to explain <laughs> that he... no, it was an actual number. Yeah. What a hero. Yeah, the future's safe because Barney, he's, he's only five now. Yeah. He's only shitting numbers now, but what's he going to be doing in 20 years? Latin. He'll be shitting <laughs> Latin. <laughs> so unicorns, there's been a, a boom, really, in the last year, two years. Yeah, oh. Unicorn-based clothing, paraphernalia. We're on about popular culture what? early on. You talk about Jarvis Cocker and the Gallagher brothers in the mid-90s. Mm. It's all about the fucking unicorn these days for yeah. all ages. No, you're right. There was no unicorns spoken of in such glowing terms in 1996. No. As there is now. It just shows you how far the world of unicorns has come. They've really. come on a lot. Mm. I remember I remember uh, a darts, a uh, brand of darts. Yeah, you, the unicorn. Unicorn darts. Yeah. So they still got a brand going. Yeah. Yeah, so they even, so they when I say unicorn darts, they're not darts to kill a unicorn. They're not poison darts no. to fire at unicorns. No. no, that's right. Little girl, my little girl, she's just had her fifth birthday party. We bought her an actual unicorn, one of those unicorns from Smith's Toy Shop that okay. you bob up and down on the on the saddle and it moves along by itself. It's oh. a beautiful thing. Oh, that is nice. It's not a beautiful cheap thing though. Two hundred quid. Fucking damn! She, oh, mate, she didn't get much else. Put it that way. No, we didn't mean to spend that. You know, it feels like we just had Christmas. Explain the toy again. So I'm a little unclear. <clears throat> Underneath the hooves of the unicorn are wheels. 
Yeah. The saddle, you can bob up and down on the saddle, and that acts as like a pedaling action. Oh, I see. And by like bobbing a piston up and, movement. A piston movement, and you can move the unicorn by bobbing up and down on it. I see. So 200 quid on a unicorn. Party dress. 22 quid from next. Yeah. Unicorn dress. Unicorn themed. A unicorn themed balloon. Yeah. Six quid. Birthday cake. Mm. It's all adding up. What yeah. I'm saying is... Yeah. We are cashing in on the unicorn, or people are cashing on the yeah, unicorn. Yeah, yeah, you're not. I'm not. You're funding it. I'm funding the unicorn. You're funding the craze. So, image rights. There was a t-shirt at the party at a party the other day. A little girl's t-shirt said, unicorns are real. Mm. They're fucking not. No, it's a lie, that. They're fucking not real. Yeah. So the unicorns have even got on the back of the modern day fake news agenda. They're trying to convince kids that unicorns are fucking real. They're yeah, not fucking not real. real. Not having it. Yeah. No, not, not at all. They're a mythical creature. Your dinosaurs, at least your dinosaurs exist. Yeah, they, they're, well... They're, There's some merit to the dinosaur. There's bones. Yeah. You don't find unicorn yeah. bones. Archaeologists don't pop up in, mm. in, you know, in, in Greece and say, oh, we found more evidence of the unicorn. Yeah. There's no evidence of no, a unicorn. because they never existed, ever. We're cashing in mm. on them. Someone's cashing in on them. Mm. And who is representing them? You look at Paul Pogba, who is also a bit of a myth. <laughs> he link. doesn't exist. But his image rights, he makes a fortune. Oh, if I'd have had a Paul Pogba dress for mm. my little girl, it would have looked a bit weird. <laughs> if we'd have bought a fucking Paul Pogba on wheels and you bounce him up and down by getting on his back, yeah. at least he'd have moved about a bit more than the real fucking Paul Pogba. <laughs> if we'd have seen a kid with Paul Pogba exists on mm. the t-shirt, I'd have said, I've not seen any fucking evidence of that. <laughs> Paul Pogba's making a fortune because he's got his image rights sorted. Yeah. So what we're saying is, same people are behind the image rights of Pogba and unicorns. I think so. I think so. <laughs> it's a logical conclusion. It's the only conclusion in my opinion. And I've only just noticed as well that unicorn has come from, I think, unique horn. Ah. So where's the, 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 the H has been... Lost. The H the has been C lost. The C has come in place of the H. The C has come in. Yeah. Because it's a you, C you word. And one. again, that goes back to yeah. Pogba. Because you could attribute again, the C word to yeah. Pogba. Yeah, for his contribution this year. Do you know I think the real victim in this is? The Griffin. The Griffin, the Minotaur. Yeah. Again, mythical creatures that haven't had the platform that the unicorn has been allowed and afforded. If Paul Pogba's management are listening to this... Mm. You watch the fucking Minotaur, Minotaur, however it's pronounced, come to prominence next year. And they will even take it on tour. The Minotaur tour. The Minotaur tour. There'll be a major tour. The Minotaur major tour. Yeah. Or some little tours. Yeah. The Minotaur Minotaur. Uh, You know, the Griffin used to be the symbol of the Midland Bank, didn't it? Yeah. Since it went to HSBC. Yeah. Shanghai. Yeah. Shanghai is a finishing darts. Yeah, it is. And who makes darts? Unicorn. That is the fucking Da Vinci Code. Cracked. Right there. So I'm at the air- I'm at Manchester Airport. Yeah. Doing a flyback. Going a over- flyback for the listeners when you just got fuck off to somewhere nice. Yeah. Work. Yeah. Well, work in well, inverted commas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
pick up your money and come back. Correct, correct. You make it sound very mercenary. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's pretty true. Yeah. So I've seen uh, a guy who I ain't seen for ages at the airport. It's always weird when that happens, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen someone him. for like six years, and you're there eating Frankie and Benny's, and both on little individual tables like it's speed dating. Yeah. And we're both eating our Frankie and Benny breakfast. I said, "What's going on in your life?" And I said, "Oh, he's giving me filling me in and that." And then he said, oh, "I saw a brilliant movie last night that changed my life." I thought, oh, here's something right. to talk about. Oh, sometimes God. a bit nervous when you haven't seen yeah. it for a while. Here's some common ground we can all sort. And I'm genuinely interested. If someone's watched a movie that they've claimed has changed their life, I want to hear about it. Yeah, yeah. So I said, oh, yeah. So he's gone, yeah, yeah. It was just so incredibly moving. It's made me think about things differently. He's proper laying it on. Yeah, so this could be Shawshank. It could be Slumdog That's Millionaire. That's thinking, but I'm thinking it's something I ain't heard of. Life so, is beautiful, a beautiful life. Basically, I'm thinking it's going to be like man's battle with uh, the restraints of modern society or something. Or some Danny Boyle film targets the... The working man and his oppression from elitism and capitalism and or a, something. Or, or a coming-of-age story, like a, coming a of child age. who can shit numbers. <laughs> Imagine that <laughs> Imagine story. That as a Shane tale. Meadows would handle that beautifully. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, but that's sort of some re- retrospective, some deep, meaningful thing. So I said, go on, then. Uh, what was it called? And he goes, Endgame. Now, I don't know what Endgame is, so I'm thinking it's a powerful title. Again, it looks like emaciated man. There's oppression involved in it. So I've gone, what, what happened then? And then he starts and he says, well, Thor, Black Widow and Captain America. I'm going, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop fucking right there. Every man. What are you talking about, fucking Captain America? I said, oh, what? I watch that shit every day. We're fathers. It's just yeah. a stupid comic story. And he's gone proper serious on it. I feel like hitting him a bit. I got me really riled, mate, because he teed me up for something that was going to be powerful and emotional and evocative. So we've had a discussion about it, and it's got a little bit nervously heated. You know, I ain't ain't seen this bloke for six years. And I said, I said, I've never understood it. And it's probably not my place to give my opinion at this point. Yes. It's a bit awkward. We're still eating breakfast. I want to reconcile myself that I'm going to be trying to be... I've made a sort of thing this year. I'm going to be trying to be more truthful in situations. Oh, my God. Honesty is not always the best policy. Yeah, and, and it does... But, but that policy does not need to transcend itself to innocent chats about movies at an airport, mate. I know that, but... But I'm sensing that you committed, didn't I'm you? I'm committed because he's angered me. He's like, uh, maybe that's irrational he's on my point you. of view. Yeah, because I think I've always subconsciously had a thing about grown men watching superhero yeah. stuff being Marvel. into Marvel or DC I don't get it I no. think they're emotionally subnormal I'll tell you for why right the plots are always formulaic the script is always shit you know exactly what's going to oh there's an explosion and there's going to be a fucking big battle at the end against some CGI monster Yeah. what's the point we know what's going to happen it's not fucking real <laughs> it's not very good it's not a life changer mate is it it's not has it changed? That's what's hurt me, though. Yeah. It's changed my life. Well, do you know what? If that has changed your life, your life is shit. <laughs> and uh, did you get to a point where you've pretty much laid all this out? Not in those... Uh, I wasn't as brutal. in those brutal terms. No, but I've, I've almost accused him of being emotionally repressed. And I believe that. Yeah. I believe, I think there's something wrong with him. I think, I think and anyone like him... Yeah, well, there's a part of you now. There may be good reason, there may be harrowing reason 
to why you're like that. And that there'll be no judgment on that section. But if you've arrived at that station and you're being moved by Hulk punching some CGI monster, yeah. then you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I, I don't know where to come in at this stage, mate. Because you you're so, you're so angry. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. and Through fear. I agree with you through fear a little bit. Because I look yeah. a bit unpredictable yeah. at the moment. And I'm wondering if this anger that you've got is just an outpouring of what's happened with Barney's poos. <laughs> it might be. You know when you get to the therapy session yeah. and it's not the film that's annoyed you, yeah. it's what's going on at home. Something, yeah, something repressed. And, and something maybe and maybe this guy, this guy, when he's gone to talk to his loved ones afterwards and gone, I bumped into this guy at the airport. <laughs> his perspective. And I might have gone a little bit overboard about how much I love this film, but I'd just watched it the night before and it was still in me and I might have used big, highfalutin terms about how much of a film it was. Mm. But this guy has absolutely lost it at me. I've not seen him in years. He lost it at me in the same way that a dad would lose it at me if they're going through utter turmoil about their son's inability to reach a toilet in order to produce feces. So well, there we are. That's it. That wraps up another exciting episode of Dystopian Hot Dog. I say exciting. Yeah, no, mate, yeah. It's just another episode. Yeah, it is. We, we, we've got no consistency. We haven't. If sure. we had the consistency of Barney's ability to fill his pants up until recently, yeah. we, we could be winning podcast awards. Yeah, we could, mate. I still haven't discounted that as a possibility, but we're just going to have to change our ways. We're going to have to get a lot more disciplined, a lot more organised. Maybe but we need to get Mrs Woods on the show. She's good. She's a good piss monitor. Is she? Well, listen, thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. Love you. Bye. Ta-da. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Weird. Oh, dear. <laughs>